2: You're listening to Comedy Central.
3: (laughs) Third, you're going to like this one. Mm. Now hiring. An Alabama man is behind bars after allegedly biting off the tip of a security guard's finger at a nightclub over the weekend.
4: What?
3: What? Why would he bite the finger? The man was being thrown out of the spot after harassing people in the Dothan area nightclub. A security guard attempted to escort Duncan from the club, and Duncan bit his finger off. Do you know how strong your is... That's all grizzle. A human mm. finger oh. is just all... Mm.
5: Gri-
3: it's like... the, and the tip. It's like cartilage.
5: It's hard. Yeah, he just got the cartilage part, like right on the top. That's you can't even control that. that I'm trying you can't to even control that now. part. How you, you know that, in right?
3: A, in there. Put
6: your finger out your mouth.
3: You can't oh. hear it. You see that?
5: <laughs> Did he put tips. his
6: finger in his face? What? What happened?
5: I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I... He put. Look. He put that finger close enough to get bit. That's the point. Like whether he put on it on there, where he put it initially, mm-hmm. but he lost the tip. I know that. Yeah. Well, if
3: I'm gonna work this job, i it'll fucking mittens. Right, (laughs) I'm going to work with goalkeeper
5: gloves on this big old (laughs) glove. Falls on my head like, "Mm, not today. What's up?
3: name is Roy. This is my job fair. Top of the Wednesday to you. I think I'm at liberty to say right now because it is official. Well, it'll be official in three days. Imperfect Messenger will be available for free on ComedyCentral.com starting November 14th. You can watch it without a cable subscription. All right now.
6: Free
3: great Third hour special. Bootleg the fuck out of it. And I'm saying <laughs> it right now.
5: Bootleg my shit, please. Please.
4: I still
6: don't understand that, but okay.
5: What he's uh, he saying is, what he's saying is people need to take the special off of the little thing that you can use to pull a video down from mm-hmm. your browser, put it on your USB drive, and then throw it in in random places like barbershops, salons. You know, just, just put Rich it out job there. job
3: fair is a product of Paramount and iHeart <laughs> and Viacom and all these other places is making money off of my Imperfect message special, but you know, I just want people to see it and however you need to get it out there, get it out there. Amen. But
6: that's a crime. That you Jacqueline, know that little thing that comes up at the crime? beginning that says That's... it is a crime. What? What?
3: Jacqueline, well, that was you... between those people and, and the lawyers. Sure. I got my money.
5: You see her? She's just trying to take the littlest piece of crab meat from everybody out there. Just just mm. taking that mm. small knuckle Jacqueline. I'll
6: put something so on your book.
5: I'll put something so on your books. Because you it's just wrong. Go hating ass. you. <laughs>
4: I would wait two
3: years to even write a letter. Won't even send me no magazines or
5: nothing. Mm. Third, how you doing today? Oh, uh, man, I'm 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 quite happy, man. I'm uh, my Atlanta Braves finally finally won a World Series. Oh
3: yeah, man! Congratulations.
5: I'm very very happy about it. We didn't get a chance to
3: talk about that last week. Congratulations.
5: Very happy about that, man. Shut to up. the
3: Atlanta Braves of Cobb County.
5: Yeah, Cobb County. I, I tweeted
3: that and them Braves fans, boy, they don't like that. They don't like when you tease them about their stadium being too far from um, Atlanta.
5: Hey, look, man, let me put it like this. We can't even really mm-hmm. discuss this. I've been dealing with all kind of racial and deep issues all season being a Braves fan. It's hard to be black Braves fans right now, honestly.
3: Um, I'm very excited this week, JG. Why?
4: Because
3: I, I feel like we have a theme. That's oh, you get excited alley. about that. Like, what do you mean? You know, now you know I get excited when we have a thing. <laughs> yes,
6: you do. This
3: show is randomness, but every now and then <laughs> on this acoustical radio presentation, <clears throat> the stars align and all of the guests we want that happen to be all in the same field just happen to all be available mm-hmm. at the same time. And I've been waiting to do this episode because I, I've always felt like when we did... The freakiest episode and the second freakiest. Uh-huh. We did what most freakiest and second freakiest uh-huh. episodes of the show. Um, I just feel like we were going to go to hell. I was like, oh I don't gosh, know man. if we're going to burn in hell for you know no. just, you know oh, yeah. sex work, and you know and all of that. But you know, it is an honest day's living. It is it's legal. the oldest
6: profession,
3: indeed. It is, but I just think it was important that we have a little bit of balance. And that's why we got to talk about the law today. Hello. Thank you, Producer Lawrence. All right. Oh. The theme of the show this week is
4: Jesus. Jesus.
3: We're going to talk to some pastors. Yes. This is the oldest, the second oldest profession. Oh. And I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> But I think it's important today that we talk Uh to people of the cloth, (laughs) male and female, about the money in the church.
5: The money in the church. church. The
3: different ways you can get bread in the church. Bread Uh in the church. How you can get started Uh in the church.
5: Started in the church.
3: Now, I ain't been to church since 2003, but I think that this is a good time Uh for me to talk to y'all a little bit. Talk, about to Jesus.
4: Talk to I him.
3: Talk to him. a bit. I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus. I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus.
4: All right, now. Jesus. Jesus. Sing it, boy. Sing so it.
5: That boy good. i
4: we talking about, here we're talking about Jesus. Let's raise
3: the offering. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today.
4: Your show just...
3: to exp- <laughs> you know, that's how them pastors singers when they come up
4: there, and I'm talking about Jesus.
5: And they do that Man, yell. i the, the yell oh, comes yeah. from nowhere, too. That's the best part of that. I wish I could see you. No, no. Yes. We. We never need to do this show
3: on television. Mm. We oh never. I said that's
5: exactly that, where it's that, going. That whole scene right there would have been just an opener with a choir. It just that, that would have been oh, perfect. Oh. The my choir, Kanye
6: West Oh, Jews,
5: But go ahead. Oh. Yes. oh Sunday choir. Deacon. Sunday mm-hmm. school is when
3: these songs start. And then like cause these new pastors, man, these new pastors, they be talking a lot of shit.
5: Yeah. They over do. the
3: over the intro to the song. Like they never mm-hmm. just play the song. They like, you know, I like I think I blame Kirk Franklin for that. I'm about to say thank huh? you.
5: Yo, all of them wanna be Kirk, man. Kirk, Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, when you're coming to the church today, I want you to put your hands together and be very yeah. thankful for this beat that we're about to drop on you. This heavenly beat He's aggressive. He's it's very, very aggressive. rap influenced, Kirk yeah.
1: Franklin. Yeah.
6: I just can't blame everything on Kirk Franklin. I'm not blaming
5: not I'm
1: everything. I'm it's a bad thing. I'm yeah. just saying
3: he set a trend and a bunch of people started imitating. Y'all thought gospel music was
5: dead? Right. Well, gospel music is back and we're here together. Gospel music. Did he just say? He's, Stop. <laughs> He's singing about gospel. He's talking about gospel music like it's out in the corner selling crack. Like, listen, you thought, <laughs> it <was gone? laughs> thought it was gone? You thought it was gone? It's right back. Just like, it gets you a good feeling. Makes you dance. It just like... <laughs>
4: It's all the best
5: of me. Y'all thought
3: gospel music was dead? Well, I'm here to tell you right now, my Lord is a good Lord, and my Lord will beat your Lord in the face. Oh, come on now. I went to Burger King, and I ordered a six-piece nugget, but there was seven nuggets in that box. Amen. Because hey, my Lord is a good Lord. I'm talking about oh. Jesus. Jesus. And I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus.
4: Lord, I'm talking about Jesus. What I'm talking about? What I'm talking about? Jesus! Jesus! I just camera.
5: We are still going to hell.
4: <laughs> no we are not
5: oh no. if you're laughing you laughing you right there we're all going we're fine
4: it's his we, shoulders. <laughs> we don't
3: we don't have time to get into a Cmo today i want to oh. jump right into this because th- this this is a profession you know we look at religion as one thing but at the mm. end of the day money exchanges hands Very much so. we've got a gang of pastors former pastors almost pastors i don't know if we have enough space today to do all of these people this mm-hmm. week, but we'll try, and if we run out of time, then you know, we'll, it's always next week. We did two episodes of Freaky Deaky shit, so we may as well.
5: I feel and like this, right. is, this is this this is is our way of making up for the two episodes of Freakiness, really. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying?
7: At this, point, at
5: this point, you gotta think about it, man. The cast has, has solved racism. We've broken the taboo of panties and being them, and now mm-hmm. we're doing the church show. To me, did we we have we have done all we need to do to pave that path for us to just be we good in the next life, bro. Yeah, That's all I'm this saying
3: really could be the series finale of this podcast to just mm. end it on the Lord. <laughs> on, end it on the Lord. Yeah, mm. church is an interesting place.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It is seen as this holistic, uh, 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 but there's still money being passed around. Big money time. needs to mm. be given. You know, they, you know, they got churches. Work. There was a church in Birmingham where they made the members show their W-2s every year to make sure you're tithing the right amount, which I think is horseshit,
5: by the way. That's and also,
6: people actually did it? Uh,
5: yeah, they so to say. That's also how the Potter's House TD Jakes was getting down in Texas. And that's for show. There were tons of stories done on how they had parishioners who basically were getting the money. Part of you joining the church was that you give them your w two they would take out their tithes and offering before you had a chance to take out your money for rent, food, or anything else. Yes. People and people were,
6: are dumb enough to do this?
5: Dumb yes. enough. You, you, go, you go to that church and tell, you go to T.D. Jakes' church and say that these people are stupid for giving that money and see if you make it back to the oh, parking lot. I,
6: I would never tell them that they're dumb enough to do that. I just wouldn't do anything like that.
5: Mm. That's big not qu- for me. Big I, question, all your
3: religion. It's definitely a business. We got flim flammed in college one time. Now, that's that's what we really need to do an episode on one day. Damn. My first week at Florida a there's a church. I think it's called, sorry if you can hear my son in the background. It's bath time. It is what it is. It's I don't okay. feel like mutant. He's a child. Children make splash. no reason. Splash. Splash, yeah. boy. Splash. Get it in. So the church was, I think, tally- mm-hmm. And they put flyers up all over the campus. Free food. Free barbecue, Sunday, 1 p.m. Free mm-hmm. shuttle ride to the church. And we was like, all right, this is going to be a good time. we going to go eat some. And church starts at 1130. The barbecue's at one. Oh, that's my kind of church, in and out. Mm-hmm. So we we call the number and sign up for the shuttle. The shuttle is actually church members on their way to church who were just assigned specific students to pick up. Okay, mm-hmm. So it's a carpool.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: We go to the church. First red flag. They didn't have a choir. They had a quartet. It was like six people. It was a very white church. And up until this point, all I knew was black church. Uh And they sing a song, and I don't know the name of the song, but I'll never forget how it goes. But there was like some Ned Flanders-ass dude up front, and he goes, whose side are you leaning on? I'm leaning on the Lord's side. Whose side are you leaning on? I'm leaning on the Lord's side. No! Leaning on the Lord, (laughs) leaning on the Lord. Hey, Susan, yeah, who you leaning on?
4: I'm leaning on the Leaning on the
3: Lord. (laughs) And he just goes around the whole quartet asking everybody who (laughs) they're leaning on. And so at this point it's like 1230 and I look at my dog, Broke Williams. I'm like, nigga, we just gotta hold on another 40 minutes and we gonna fucking have the food and it's gonna be delicious. Just hold on. We make it to one o'clock. We have the food, the barbecue is amazing. Here's the scam. Mm. We go back to our ride and go, hey man, it's time for us to go back to campus. We're done Uh here. We worship, we ate your food. And then he goes, well, you know, guys, we've had such a great time praising Jesus that I'm staying for Bible study. And there's a 3 p.m. Bible study. The whole thing was a scam to get us to midday Bible study and Uh turn us in a And if you're a member of Taliesin, Maybe you've changed. Maybe it's different. But what y'all did to students in 1996, that shit was shady. It was shady. It's the middle of the day. Keep in mind, first week of school. I don't know the bus route yet. It's mm. Tallahassee. The bus runs every hour and a half or something wild. And God, and I can't say his name, but God bless my dog, my dog. We'll just call him Slim. Slim walked over to one of them. But he didn't like it from the jump. He said it was a cult. He's very <laughs> AME. And he walked over. Slim walked over to one of them shuttle drivers. He went, y'all fuckers gonna take us back to the campus, or I'ma beat your oh. fucking ass. And this is in the fellowship hall yeah. in front of everybody.
6: Oh, it's echoing. Yeah.
4: And
3: and that motherfucker, the, the dude that drove the Ford Explorer, he goes, ah, uh, well, y'all, yeah, let me see if there's a member who can maybe uh
4: take this. Uh, let me see.
3: We finished our barbecue yeah. at 1.30 by 2 o'clock. We was back in the dorm watching NFL football in the TV room.
5: <laughs> That's how Sunday should go. I ain't gonna argue that. You should also know that that technique was spread far and wide throughout the South because I can promise you that they did the same thing to you in the AUC with the only difference was that they would shake you down for change before you went into church and they nervous. wouldn't let you leave and they wouldn't oh, let you leave gosh. until the sermon was over. And if they saw that you didn't give um, during the during the collection, they make you walk back to campus. <laughs>
8: it's the only that. difference.
5: They wouldn't I feed you that. and you had to walk back to campus. If they saw you, so you at least brought a dollar with you to make sure that you put something into plate. Otherwise, you couldn't eat and you had to walk back.
6: I am so fortunate that I don't run into people like this, but go ahead. Oh,
5: that was a long time ago. I was desperate to eat.
3: So, so we're gonna mm. we're gonna we're gonna delve into that today. And in fact, we had so many guests and so much time. I I think we're just gonna jump past Cody's most outstanding this week, and mm. let's just let's just get right into verse and first so we can give these people a, enough time. Because see, when you're talking about the law, Jacqueline, mm. the law. you're talking mm-hmm. about the law, mm-hmm. you can't oh. rush the law.
5: Can't rush the law.
3: Here's a here's a broader question, Jacqueline. <laughs> Has any dude ever yes. tried to flirt with you at church, Jacqueline? This has nothing to do with the mm. oh. podcast, but I just, I, it always makes me laugh the way like really, really religious people flirt. I'm like, well, hello, Jacqueline. Um, it's so
6: bad. Your Bible, oh, your Bible you, has yeah. a
5: nice zipper. You have a zipper Bible. Is that a leather case on your Bible?
4: Oh,
6: it's that
5: is, terrible. That is, just, it matches your dress. It is so nice. Mm. I've
6: been given Bibles with my name on it in gold. I've been told I'd be a great first lady. Oh my gosh, please make it
5: stop. Great
3: first lady. That's like the Christian way of going. You want some dick? <laughs> <laughs> we
6: would not have a flock if I was the first lady.
3: All right, let's get into worship first. Who do we have on the
4: line?
6: We have Pastor Benjamin Carlton activist and author of i'm black i'm a minister and i'm gay brother
3: ben now you are an author and activist uh according Mm. to down south georgia girls research also a comedian now let's start first with the book let's start first with the book and then we're gonna backtrack into where you were
6: before you found the lord (laughs)
9: Mm-hmm Well, oh, thank you. Um, and I, I'm so sad I missed you after a convocation uh, last week for FAMU's homecoming. I went to look for you. Jacqueline, you, you, you
3: ain't to... tell me this brother was a you rattler. What in the world is wrong with you? You're supposed to always... Oh. To... I'm sorry, Ben. Let me handle some I business thought you real
6: quick. all knew each other. Right.
5: It's like a secret snake vine or something. They can all speak well, the slithering or something. Like
6: Maybe you were doing this on stage. Mm. Whatever
5: uh, the name yeah, was. I like, it. Like, strike, strike, strike. And strike, strike, strike again.
6: Well, first, you you tell us
3: about the book, and I think that's going to give the listeners a pretty nice slice of who you are and the
9: hurdles that you've had to overcome. Yeah, so I, I totally get going into spaces where you're not welcoming. Um, mm-hmm. I released my story about six years ago on TheRoot.com entitled I'm Black, I'm a Minister, and I'm Gay. And I then turned that story into a book. Uh, It took me about five years of research because people would ask me, Well, how can you be Christian and gay? How can you be a minister and gay? Or why are you even still a Christian? I did not have an answer when I first came out. And it took me about uh, three to four years to do some research and write about it. And so I have this book that is full of um, paths forward for uh, Black queer people of faith.
4: Hmm.
3: Take me back to the early days of you discovering you know, your sexuality and then also discovering
9: where you fit within the totem pole of the black church and your
3: sexuality.
9: My story is kind of weird. You know, I always knew I was gay. You know, when I came out and the doctor slapped me, I said, do it again.
5: Um, <laughs> so, you know, there was That's no, right. Hang on. I, I, He is a comedian. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, yeah, he got a joke comedian. He slept that one on me. I ain't even going to front. He, he got that one by me, man.
9: You know, I came out, you know, uh, with, flying a rainbow flag. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that being gay was wrong until I kissed one of my guy friends in kindergarten and all the kids was like, that's gross, that's nasty. And then as Mm -hmm. I began to experiment as a child, I would get in trouble for experimenting with boys. And so um, I don't know what made me think going to church would help me but I didn't come up in church. I decided to go to church at the age of 12 on my own, believing that there was something higher than us. I know some of us look like monkeys, but I don't think we came from monkeys. It's something bigger That's fair. That's fair. than, mm. you know, me. So I went to church trying to look for refuge, um, mm. ended up <laughs> being greeted with even further messages of degradation, degradation um, and damnation. Mm. Um, but, but because I wanted to be in God's good favor, I believe those messages and begin to repeat those messages of homosexuality being wrong and gay people going (laughs) to hell. Knowing
3: what you knew about how you were perceived Mm. and the opinions about your lifestyle, why did you still stay in that? Why did, why was, why were you still drawn to religion? Like, why wasn't that enough for you to go fuck that and fuck y'all?
9: Well, for many people of my experience, we get indoctrinated into believing that we are wrong and mm-hmm. to believing that we are mistakes and to believing that we are sin. You know, I was faced with homophobia from my black community before I even experienced racism from a white community. Mm-hmm. So I was told since I was a kid, you're wrong. What you're doing is wrong. Who you are is wrong. And I internalized those messages and believe them. And I believe I actually went to church thinking that God would, like most people believe, uh, would deliver me from this. Um, And that's what I began to preach too, that God would deliver me from homosexuality. And then when I got to college, I did the campus ministries, all of that. Um, But I was so wrapped up in my own judgment um, uh, that I pretended to be delivered, And I walked around preaching that, you know, God had delivered me from homosexuality, mm. but it was all a lie. And so um, because mm. we are social creatures as human beings, we don't want to do anything to mess up our social order. So if believing and accepting that being gay is wrong makes me acceptable to folks, uh, that's what I did. And that's what most people do.
5: I think to, to go through, fam, to pledge, to do all the stuff that you have done, that's difficult for a straight guy. You did that without telling folks that you were straight. That's tough. Um, there was a lot of things that I didn't do because I was
9: afraid I was going to be outed. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I didn't I didn't uh, cross Alpha Phi Alpha until grad chapter. Actually, this year, Spring 21, music Lambda, Baldwin Hills in L.A. Congratulations.
4: But,
6: uh, when
9: Shout I it was out. on campus, uh, they were like, well, we don't do any of that gay shit. And I was like, well, that's the end of my journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't want anybody to out me. I mean, ladies still throw themselves at me. I could have the flag on my forehead. I don't think anybody cares. I think fluidity today is crazy. Mm. But a lot of straight guys still like to hang out with me because I, I still attract all the ladies and they're comfortable around me. So I get it. You're the founder of the Just Love Center and the
3: co-founder of the Be Me community. And what you all do, it's very empowering because you're trying to create a world that is more inclusive for the LGBTQIA plus community. But before you got to that, is there any job? Is there anything before you got on this path that stands out it's just there has to be one employer from your past that needs
9: jesus or one that meant a lot to you i've actually um i've done almost everything <laughs> but i'd say my worst job i don't know if it wasn't a job i actually got in trouble for driving with a suspended license mm-hmm. and so i had to uh one day direct traffic as we were painting the uh street with the yellow markers and then one day i had to paint the yellow markers that was awful because we came across dead deer we had to work around it wait for people to come clean it
5: up um so yeah i've, I've, oh, I've done it yeah that's a pretty that's pretty bad that's that's yeah yeah
3: pretty bad. the smell of dead animal outdoors mm. Stop it. in the south mm. is so unmistakable mm. yeah like 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 to the point where like if i pass by like a raccoon or something i try to hurry and turn the air off so that the breeze doesn't even come inside the car mm. I'm just I'm just giving this detail right now to gross out Jacqueline. That's the only reason I'm still talking.
9: <laughs> I mean, and the heat and the, the flies and you, we couldn't mm. well, oh, We, we got <laughs> I'm just
6: messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I, I do though want to ask, and this is personal, you do not have to answer this. How's your relationship with your parents now? How's your relationship with your family now, you are who you are and there's nothing wrong with it. But where do they stand now?
9: So my dad's side of the family, you know, pot bottles, they celebrated me. Um, my mom's side, not so much. They threw God, you're a man of God, you know, this is wrong. Um, but as one of my good friends, Chevron Jones, who's also a Rattler um, and who's a, a gay senator in Florida, he said, Ben, you have to give your family time. Mm-hmm. He said, you have to give people, he said, you've wrestled with this for all of your life. They just heard it in 60 seconds. Give them time.
4: Mm-hmm.
9: And so uh, that was about six years ago. Me and my mom's relationship is getting better. Um, she's very much interested in this book tour I'm on and the book. Um, but I, we're going to have to revisit some conversations shortly, which I've been dreading. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's getting better. Don't be above mm-hmm. therapy either. I
3: highly doubt I can drag them in, but I've been going. You got to trick your mama into therapy. You got to
5: get your fine black woman Let therapist know. and make <laughs> make your mama think y'all dating. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit him with the okey doke. Hit him with the okey doke. Do like I did. I taught, I taught my therapist how to play spades, and then just invited my mama through. And was like, yeah, this is my spades partner, my. <laughs> Very smart. About 20, twenty minutes in, twenty, about twenty minutes, my in, my mama was like, why this woman asking so many damn questions? How come she don't know how to play? Mama, just shut up and talk. He was doing real good. It.
4: Was so
9: good. Hey, love
6: one it. last question for me, and this probably changes constantly, but what's your favorite scripture?
9: My favorite scripture is the one I live by, and they asked Jesus, what is the greatest law? And he said, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And if mm-hmm. you can hang every other law in the Bible, on those two things, those are from Jesus' mouth. So if you love God and love people, you're all right. Don't worry about anything else. What advice
3: do you have as a as a man of
9: faith who's
3: found some solace in religion to help you on your journey of being part of a marginalized community in this country? What advice would you have to people to other people in your community who don't see religion as the solution?
9: Well, I always say, uh, "Gay doesn't mean godless." <laughs> people ask me, "How can you you know serve God?" Hello, how do you serve God? Um, and to find. God and find love first in yourself and then look for it externally. We're taught from birth to look for love, to look for validation externally, but not internally. But if you start to look within yourself, we are made in the image of our creator. Everything about the creator is in us. So find that special love in yourself and you will find some type of solace in the world around you. Whatever that God is. Is it the universe? Is it nature? Is it love? Is it action? It doesn't have to be how I serve God, but there is a higher level of energy and connection that connects all human beings um, that we first need to find within ourselves. So search within yourself first and you'll be all right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well,
3: tell us about the book and where we can order it and where we can follow you and how we can
9: support everything that you are doing. Uh, You can follow me on socials at I, Ben Carlton, I, B, N, C, A, R, L, T, O, N. And you can get the information on the book at www.blacklovewins.com, blacklovewins.com. When the Love Wins campaign happened and we got marriage equality in the United States, everybody was in on it. Then as soon as we got it, they dropped black gays like, (laughs) you know, a bad habit. And so I said, let me get back to black love winning because, and let me say this, Queerness is the heartbeat and culture of the world. Black queerness is the heartbeat and the culture of the world. Black culture is the heartbeat of the world. Where does black culture get their heartbeat? From black queer culture. All the queers in church with the great songs, all the queers in Hollywood writing the great movies, all the queers in the music industry writing all the great music. We are the core and the heartbeat of the world and emulated everywhere, but we're disrespected the most. And that is intentional. I mean, whenever there's a power revealed in something, the darkness will come and try to snatch that power away. And we are the core of the entire world. Well, honey, join Black that. women. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all disrespect.
6: <laughs> Always.
9: Pastor
3: Ben, thank you so much for coming on the program. I wish you nothing but the best, And When I'm down there in Tallahassee, Guthrie's on me next time. We'll yeah, Enjoy some absolutely. Guthrie's chicken fingers. Oh. Thank you, brother. <laughs> thank you, man. All right, have a good one. Thank you. After the break, we're going to do some more talking about the law. <laughs> yes. I
6: wish, I wish people the could law. see your face. Yes.
3: We will explore the world of jobs in the church and how you can figure out a way to make a little bit of money while working for the law. Yes. sir. Oh job, fair, the law. Let the, let the organ take us out right
1: there. Let's raise mm-hmm. the offer. Mm-hmm.
10: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime Original Series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
8: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause.
3: JG, yes. do you have a favorite church
6: hymn?
3: Ooh. Mm, I have a lot of church hymn. Like when mm-hmm. I used to be born in church as a kid, reading the hymnal mm. was my that was my jam.
6: Have you ever been to a white church or a non-denominational church where they actually still use those hymnals?
5: Absolutely. My grandmother's Catholic church down no, in Portland, Virginia. I, they do. One of my first jokes, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: God, I just remembered it. One of my first jokes in stand up was about being in church and sharing a hymnal with somebody with bad breath. Oh, and how,
4: uh,
3: oh, that's so real. (laughs) Like, because you would have to like share a hymnal because this is before (laughs) pamphlets and flyers (laughs) and jumble trying. You would just be leaning with a neighbor. Time is filled with swift transitions. Oh, oh, (laughs) no. And they I breathe breathing at it.
5: <laughs> it is yeah, even worse because you know they don't know the words.
3: <laughs> and that was the punchline: was that that's where humming comes from in the black church. It's just people pretending to know the words because they next to somebody with back. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 mm. <laughs> joining us back on the program, KJ. <laughs> This brother is now a member of the Roy's Job Fair Two-Timer Club.
5: The two-timer we need music clubs. for that.
3: Very, yeah, we need to figure out some music for the Two-Timer We need music club. for that.
5: Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a small club. It's a small club.
3: Yeah, it's a very small club. Carrie <laughs> Champion from ESPN mm-hmm. is a member of the Two-Timer Club. Bomani Jones. Bomani, yep. Set two appearances on the show. Bomani shirt. just likes to fight. And of course, my favorite Two-Timer member, Not Racist Susan. I am about to say, Not Racist Susan. Let's go. Go back to episode three of the program. You're going to hear Not Racist Susan tell you how she figured out how to tell... Spoonfuls. Spoonfuls of cocaine. That's all I need. That episode is called The Letter Aura. But we have a new member of the two-time club, JG. Yes, sir.
6: It's Pastor Crosswhite. Hi, Pastor Crosswhite.
4: Hello, hello,
3: hello. What up, Pastor? Pastor Crosswhite came on with a very wonderful worst and first about the time he was robbed twice in the same week at a convenience That's store right. as an employee. Mm-hmm. And this brother is important. It was important that we have you back on because you were essentially the impetus for an episode about the law. I'm glad
5: mm-hmm. I was. I'm glad
3: I was. We wouldn't be talking about the law.
5: The law.
3: God not brought us, Brother brought Cross. Crosswhite.
5: Brother Crosswhite.
3: Now, we're going to unpack a little bit here, Pastor Cross. We're going to unpack a little bit about the Believer's Life Ministries and, of course, the the Bible study that you do every week on Facebook Live. I know you're down there in uh, Virginia, over there in the Norfolk Seven Cities area, trying to save some souls. Um, But you know what we do here in this part of the show. I just wanted to just get a couple of suggestions from you. What's the path? to trying to get in with let's just say if i'm going to church and i already know how to run some video camera equipment what's the best move to integrate myself into trying to get on the church's payroll
11: okay so the best thing to do is to to volunteer at your local church to start off there because that's where you get that relevant experience you know specifically for like doing video or audio and then there are Um, There's specific websites out there also, like uh, National Baptist has a website for job postings. Um, Virginia Baptist uh, Convention has a job posting listing. Uh, There's some that you can find on Indeed. Um, There's quite a few job posting sites that are out there, and you just have to, you you kind of lock yourself into those, and so you'll find Secretarial, you'll find, because churches have especially large churches have huge administrative staffs. You know, they have uh, multimedia ministries. They have audio ministries. They need secretaries. They need uh, ministers of music, youth pastors, youth directors, Sunday school uh, directors. You know, they're running the gamut with various jobs that you can get. You just have to go and actually, when you do like a monster job search, Mm -hmm. really narrow it down to church, uh, youth pastor.
3: Mm. How do you fire people in a church? Ooh.
11: Um, the same like, way you fire people <laughs> at any other job, and it's nasty. <laughs> that is facts, and it it's not. You are correct. What, what, it do, you is not what do you say? What uh, do you say, ma'am, sir? I we appreciate the hard work that you've put in for the ministry, but we have noticed some glaring uh, inconsistencies <laughs> in your work efforts, and so as. As the Lord appreciates all that you seem fit to do and we do too, um, we can no longer employ you in this position at the See,
3: point. but see that's where the kind of, that's where it starts feeling like it's like don't keep adding the Lord in every time <laughs> you say something. Just, just say what
5: you got to say. Don't be integrating I keep it with you Jesus like getting and punched in the face. I was about to say, but does it though? Like really, like the, the same you firing somebody, like at that point, this same person has been working for y'all for months. I'm gonna say months just to keep it simple. All of a sudden, it goes from like, yes, pastor, yes, pastor, to like, well, then fuck you, motherfucker. Like, I mean, at what point, like, because that, that, that's what I would fear. <laughs> that would be my biggest fear in firing somebody from the church. That they just absolutely just, well, I'm going to go to my car and I'm going to open up the trunk and I'm going to let you know how I'm praying today. Like, that's my fear. I, and I hope you haven't. But does it get that bad? Like, have you had to fire somebody where it just went left?
3: Do they like stop coming to the church altogether? Or do right. they remain a members? A
11: couple a couple did, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We have a couple that, that stopped coming.
3: Church as a business, which is what we had talked about, which is what I kind of wanted to noodle with you on this go-round. What are the hurdles and challenges just as, as a business? Because I don't like to use the term worshipers as customers. But when you look yeah. at money and revenue needing to come in. And it can't come solely from the middle. Like, you can't rely on passing a hat every week to run a business. That's just not science.
6: I don't like to sit in churches that run the game of, if you don't give today, the lights are off tomorrow. Well, guess what? I'll go shut them off now that annoys me <laughs> to no end. I, I can't. I, I can't take it. it. And I will I walk out it. of your church, Pastor
3: Crosswhite. Just as a business, what are the hmm. hurdles in trying to run a successful church? Like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Man, I, what
11: do you need? I, I mean, there's a lot of overhead when you come. You know, when it comes to just running a church, just you know, uh, turning on the lights, making sure that you have sound equipment. All of that stuff adds up. You know, we we started a church and. It cost us all of our savings in order to start the minister, You know, to mm. buy uh, sound equipment, to buy you know, to rent out a building, to rent a facility, just to be able to wor- uh, worship every week. All of that is you know, all of that is built into the cost of it. And then, and then, your sole uh, source of income is the giving of other people. And a lot of times, mm. the giving from other people, you're you're getting from people who do not have
4: very
6: much. And that shouldn't be your responsibility, Pastor, to take on those three mortgages, those lights and water, because I've seen this happen many a times. Those pastors are doing everything they can for that church, and then their own homes are suffering. I don't like that.
11: You don't want to harass people to give, but the expectation is that they do give. And so you try to... Do it in a way that makes them feel like there's a free will to that purpose, you know, and that they're going to receive something back. Because an, another real hard point that uh, people that, that that you get hit over the head with as a pastor and as and, and as administrators of a church is that when people give, the expectation is that they receive something back in return. Mm-hmm. I expect the church to be there to help pay for my bills, to pay for my electric, to turn back on my water.
6: And to get Ray yeah. Ray out of jail, they want you to mortgage the church for Ray Ray. But go
11: ahead. Yes. Yes.
3: What Absolutely. church you going to, Jacqueline? Where people <laughs> is getting locked oh,
11: up, right? She she been to the ones that I've been to. Pastors mm-hmm. don't just go to the hospital. We go to the funerals. We go to the to the jails. We go to the courthouse when you get in the rain. We are there holding your mama's hands when you just got sentenced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are there the whole time. Pastoral work is more than twenty four hours a day. The work of ministry is oftentimes overlooked as, oh, you just preach on Sunday from 11 to 2. Mm. Now, the truth is is that I'm busy every day.
3: Tell us a little bit about Believer's Life Ministries and the Bible studies that you all are running over there and how that's been going.
11: We've always done a Bible study every week. Uh, And then just recently, is when we converted it to a show where we started actually talking about having a more in-depth conversation with other pastors and with other faith leaders. Uh, Because I wanted to talk to some people who were going through some of the things, same things that I was going through. And, you know, how do we disconnect from the evangelical Christian ethos that is primarily white as a Black church or Mm -hmm. as Black black people? Mm -hmm. And for two months, we've been doing a show called Talking Through Hard." And we've talked about sex and sexuality. We've talked about LGBTQ issues. We've talked about uh, Black church. We've talked about mental health. Um, And I'm just really trying to dig into, you know, where we need to go as a church Mm -hmm. so that we can develop more broadly better. So the whole ministry is really about loving people. Like the, the sign behind me says, empowering God's people to live empowered lives. That's what the whole ministry is about. Just trying to empower people to live the best life now, not tomorrow, not when you get to heaven, because mm-hmm. heaven ain't promised for everybody, so live your best life now.
3: Well, where can they find you online, Pastor Crossway?
11: Our website is believerslifechurch.com. Uh, we also have uh, my own personal website, which we do there too, is myson.crossway.com. We're on Facebook as Believer's Life Mobile, and we're on YouTube as as believers life mobile that's our youtube
3: channel i can't thank you enough for coming back on the show welcome to the job fair two-timers club we will you. send you a sip of whiskey
6: tell the first mm. lady we said hello please i
11: will she's standing right here hey, first lady. <laughs> All right. hey, hey uh, I, i'm gonna plug her real fast y'all need to have her on she has her own business she's a, a independent
6: A woman, black
11: woman
6: who runs a wedding and event planning business. Move past the cross, right? Hey, first lady,
3: how are you? All right, now, what is it like putting up with a pastor? (laughs) Like, (laughs) can you (laughs) and and, like technically, when y'all arguing, can you yell at a pastor? Because technically, he is a man of God and you should not be yelling. I do yell
6: at him at home, but we are a united front in the public, absolutely. All right. So no. I may argue with him about something at home. And then when I leave and go out in the public, it's like nothing is going on. Beautiful. But then, and then we agree, you know, about all different situations in the pu- in public. I don't, you know, he doesn't disagree with me in public and I don't disagree with him in public. So it's, it's 100% like that in public. And then when we get home, because <laughs> <laughs> we voice our true opinions. Like, you know you was wrong for that, right? Mm. So, you know.
3: To know that you built your own business while he's doing what he's doing, being on call, showing up to the jail wow. and the courthouse and the funerals mm. and doing all the christenings of newborn babies and y'all got five kids Hell on top do. of all of that. You see mm. she's
6: sitting in his lap. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. well thank you all both so much for coming on pastor crossbite is always good to see you on the job there, bro. Yes, sir.
11: yes sir. Mm-hmm.
3: i love black love man
5: i love black love i ain't gonna
3: i wonder if rod goes to, I, i'm curious when the last time rod went to church and it mm-hmm. wasn't for a wedding
6: or to chase a woman well that's why mm-hmm. I, did mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I did that
3: once i did that once I went to a church Mm. trying to get laid. I'll tell you that we'll save that on the other side. And we got scam of the week. We'll be right back. Has something to do with a foot wash. I'll just
1: say that. (laughs) This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
10: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime Original Series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
8: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Mm-hmm. We've been talking about
3: That's the right. Lord all day.
4: Mm-hmm. I see
3: over there, on the third pew, I see Sister Jacqueline over there. Sister <laughs> Jacqueline looking mighty nice. Mm-hmm. I see mighty nice Stand up, everybody, Sister oh, Jacqueline. Turn around. She's she's mighty nice.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm, she's so yes. nice. Everybody mm-hmm. clap, Sister Jacqueline. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, turn it around slow now, that sister. That might be our slow. first lady.
3: But anyway. <laughs>
11: <laughs> Baby.
3: We turn our attentions now in this fine acoustical radio presentation to a man who comes on every week, who, ironically, we've never discussed religion with him. And we know that he's a very interesting man with a lot of interesting things going on in his life. And if you ever want to find them ladies, and if you ever want to be his first lady, all you got to do is go down to Central Tennessee and set your tender settings to 100 miles put a barbecue rib out there on the front porch and a pair of panties
12: and he shall appear.
3: His mama named him Murado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, first question, out the gate.
12: Were you raised in the church? Um, Up to a certain point. Um, mm-hmm. My parents allowed me to make the decision on whether or not to go to church. Started in middle school and I chose not to. I don't I don't like church. I don't like organized religion. Um mm. Mm. I I think that it it takes away from your true relationship with God. Jesus said nobody gets to the Father but through him. So I, I don't know why I need a middleman to get to Jesus. I don't like that kind of <laughs> shit. I don't uh okay. I don't like that. It's full of scams okay. and, and crooks and all types of bullshit. Ooh,
6: now that's you true. can just read that's the Bible true. on your
12: own, man. You don't need no damn preacher.
6: I don't know. Everybody can't really. If you get a good pastor, then yes, I don't see anything wrong with a good pastor. I'm with you on that organized religion stuff.
3: There are parts of it that have helped, but Mm -hmm. for me, it has always been, I've always viewed it as a net negative in the long run. But you know, a lot of that is because. For me, the, my issue was always with the people in the church. It was right. never with mm-hmm. church. It was never with the concept yeah. of religion. It Agreed. was, it's, it's, it's oh, people. you're assholes. Okay, well, let me get right. shirt. Oh, damn, y'all assholes too. Oh. Uh, Rod, have you ever used church as a place to try and uh, get laid?
12: Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> of course. Shout out to my brother, Tony. I know he's listening right now. He's still mad at me now because we used to go to vacation Bible school with our grandma and uh one one summer you know the kids would get out earlier than the adults and one time you know we used to get grandma keys and sit out in the old Buick Sabre and listen Damn. to music and uh, one day grandma came out on a break and caught me fingering a young lady in the front seat and that Damn. was the end of the us getting Buick to play LeSabre. our jams <laughs> at Vacation <Bay> Asian Bible <laughs> School. Tony I'm, I'm still sorry I'm still apologizing that's my bad uh, bro that was also my last year no. in vacation Bible school. <laughs> and for the next couple of years, Tony was still not allowed to get the keys because of what I did. That was my bad. It was my fault.
3: <laughs> I remember, I remember distinctly in college, my roommate, my roommate in college was seeing a girl at Florida State. Uh-huh. And the move was always because she had a roommate, they needed to go upstairs and fuck. So someone has to keep the roommate company downstairs. Got to take one for the team. Correct. So I'm shooting the shit with this girl while they up there banging. And she's, you know, you should come to church with us. And we go to church and all of this. And I'm thinking, well, I I want to have sex too. So is, is that what I need to do? Okay. I'll come to church. What church? Okay. So we go to this church and me and my roommate are sitting there. It's basically a double date to church. Let's just call it what it is. And this was, I don't know if this is AME or CME who does this, but it's not a denomination of Baptists that I was raised in. The, the service is normal 75% of the way through. Mm-hmm. Pastor does the sermon, and then some old lady comes up front and goes, it's, I don't know what, how she said it. I, my verbiage is wrong. But she basically said, hey, hey, it's time for the foot wash. Come on down here and get your feet washed. And the pastor has a bucket, like a little foot book, like a bobbin apple. Mm-hmm. That's thing. AME. Okay. So it's an AME church. That's AME. And people stand up and people are, i the foot wash. It's time for the foot wash. I don't know the hymn, but that's basically like chanting. Mm-hmm. Half the church leaves. The two girls that are with us get up and go down front and go get in line to get their feet washed. Oh, and so I understood the concept of communion, where if you haven't been baptized, you you can't have communion yet.
4: Mm-hmm. But
3: I didn't know whether or not I should stay in for the foot wash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I turned on my dog, and we whispered the whole time, man. The foot wash, Lord, the foot wash. And I'm just like, nigga, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna be go now? <laughs> What's the protocol? And we don't know how to ask another member.
6: Yeah.
3: Hey, we're we're visitors. Do we get our feet washed or not? Right. And, and I didn't want to like go get the foot washed just to try to have sex with some girl and then go to hell. <laughs> because I didn't get my
4: feet washed.
3: <laughs> uh. The pastor does the sermon. An old lady comes up there and basically goes, if you ain't a real nigga, get the fuck out the room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we decide to leave. And we we leave and we wait outside with everybody else. And then at the end of the foot wash, everybody comes back in. They do the benediction. And that's that. And the girls never talk to us again.
5: Those stankfoot ass niggas. We can't even talk to y'all stankfoot ass. Oh, y'all not saved? (laughs) (laughs) Look
12: at these steams and ass niggas. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> right, a bunch I'm of love. Satan Hill having ass dudes. I can't even mess with y'all. I'm not
3: trying to go Drug to hell. Hooves. I'm not trying to go to hell just to try and go out with somebody. Rod, you'll appreciate this. Um, I met a girl off the Birmingham singles line in high school. And this is before, let me take you to a time before online dating kids,
4: <laughs> where yeah.
3: you would call a number and just leave and describe yourself. That was how people
4: (laughs) fucked in 1994. (laughs) You
3: call a number. Hey, everybody, what's up? This Roy. I'm representing West End. I'm I'm six two. I go to Ramsey. Why'd you like fifteen in in 1994? (laughs) Uh,
5: Yeah. What the right. hell was you doing on the party lines at 15, ho?
3: Because the commercials came on late at night when we would watch the Richard Bay show. Then we would watch the Richard Bay show late at night, and then they would show the Birmingham singles line calling me eligible fucking bitch. Be- You're just trying to get some mm. ass. And I fucked around, and, and this is before pictures, so you just had to trust a nigga's ability to describe mm. themselves. And I fucking met a girl on the birmingham single line we send each other voicemail dms and send each other phone numbers find out we go to the same church (laughs) yeah yeah that's perfect
4: oh that's actually so we
3: agree so we agree to meet at church before sunday school you know sunday school at 10 regular church (laughs) service at 11. yeah and she go yeah coming in. Come, I'm gonna be watching the kids. I work. She worked in like the little kids daycare or whatever. I'm gonna be watching the kids. Coming there about nine forty-five. on a green dress. I walked in that bitch, DG. I'm so sorry. I, I bent the corner. And on the phone, she sounded like a nine. <laughs> person, mm,
4: mm, mm,
12: solid. Got yeah, a
4: and, in oh. a green dress, <laughs> <head. laughs>
12: <laughs> and
4: oh,
12: and. And I just left. I just
3: left.
4: So did, you, did she green, call man. again or what? Yeah.
3: And I stopped going to church for a while.
12: You highly ghosted. ghosted
3: I got there early for Sunday school and just went into the church and just went into the sanctuary and sat there for an hour and just watched the choir. <laughs> Cause I ain't wanted to find me in Sunday
4: school. I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I only ghosted her. Oh, God. oh <laughs> you, know,
12: you got to, You know how ugly you gotta be to make a nigga stop going to church <laughs> so he can avoid your ass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: It was rough. She, um, <laughs> she gave me some unnecessary level of expectations that I don't think I should. Uh, <laughs> very wonderful relationship now, and it's important that I say that at this juncture.
4: <laughs>
3: very happy. Right. I'll let you decide which way to
12: kick it off this week. We got. We're gonna kick this thing off with white people and keep it, keep it in the theme. Uh, there's a man by the name of Ben Kirby, who runs an Instagram account devoted to exposing uh, the extravagant wealth of pastors. It's called Preachers and Sneakers, and it features pictures of different servants right. of the Lord wearing extremely expensive sneakers. And uh, I'm not I'm not talking about a hundred and eighty dollars Jordans that just came out. I'm talking, you know, like exclusive hundreds upon thousands of dollars shoes that athletes, rappers, and sneakerheads like to wear. And uh really?
4: it's pretty
12: interesting to see people, you know, preaching about how the meek shall inherit the earth with a pair of you know, four thousand dollar resale exclusive Jordans on. <laughs> it's a wild time to oh, see a wow. pastor's dressed up like two chains. Talking all that bullshit. It's it's a fun account. Yeah. It's cool as shit. It's also weird because yeah. a lot of them still dress like a typical pastor. So they mm-hmm. were wearing like a like an outfit that Steve Harvey would wear casually that still somehow looks like a reverend, and then like some fucking like six hundred dollar
5: joints.
6: So what is it called again? Preachers and speakers.
5: Oh, this is off the chain. They got a picture of this dude right here with a preacher with a pair of Balenciagas on. Like for real? Like, Those are nine hundred dollar really? shoes. Easy. What? <laughs> they got the one preacher's rocking, he's preaching, he got the Alexander McQueens on. Those are five hundred dollars. Okay. Preachers, the letter n uh,
3: sneakers. Preachers and sneakers. Oh look at this. This is all I don't know, man. Like these sneaker preachers. Wow. I like them because they can break down religion in a more digestible way for this new wave of youngins out makes there. Makes you
12: feel like you're but, not being scammed. <laughs> I, I don't know.
3: I, I always, always
12: get it. It always
3: makes me laugh when I see TD Jakes in a sweater and sneakers. <laughs>
12: I don't know. <laughs>
5: I, what I need to know is if the, if them being a preacher is helping them to beat the bots on the stand speaker app <laughs> because these preachers got some serious ass dick right now. I'm a little busy. Some bullshit.
3: Man, for now, real. Now some of this account is a little wrong because like it's showing the the retail value of the shirts that they wear, mm-hmm. and one of them is a Scotch and Soda brand, and it's $136. That's a lot comparative to what a member of the congregation would wear but
5: that's not like the
3: same as spending three thousand dollars on some
5: yeezys like that, uh, that uh, uh, it. you know what you know what? okay you know what Ryan, i'm gonna give you that i'm also gonna say that he also has a picture of td jake rocking a christian louboutin fanny bag <laughs> and nobody in that man's church that is drip on drip that's like sudden your face drip like you can't pay your rent but I got this Christian Louboutin fanny bag on while well, I... Why is that nigga dressed
12: like an NBA young boy? That's fucking insane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: Rod, let's flip it up.
12: Uh, black people, we, we all know that one of white people's favorite things besides dogs is uh, spreading the gospel through missionary work. And in Guelph, Ontario a college town right side of Toronto, up in Canada. They've got one strip club, uh, the Manor Adult Entertainment Complex, located inside of a Queen Anne-style mansion built in 1891. It also features cheap motel-style apartments for vagrants. And since 2014, the strip club has doubled as the church for a (laughs) ministry
4: started by
12: Jack and Sharon Neneber who wanted to bring Christ to people who they thought needed it the most. Where is this again? It's in Guelph, Ontario, Canada.
5: Do they have strippers doing the service?
12: They've got everything, including uh, the lunch buffet for the church service spread out on the pool tables. There's no telling what stains that thing is covered in.
3: (laughs) I mean, praise (laughs) dancing really ain't nothing but stripping before you get up on the pole.
12: <laughs> stylistically
3: speaking,
5: stylistically
3: okay. speaking okay. You, Look,
5: respectfully, respectfully, respect, respectfully,
3: if you put hip hop music over praise dance, you'd be like, This girl about to take it on.
12: <laughs> Watch me dress like a Is mime. You? Dude,
3: yeah. would you leave <laughs> if you
12: saw a stripper on the stage of the club dressed like a praise dance?
5: Wait a minute, would you leave the Ooh. church if a stripper did the praise dance? I would. That's I'd the question. Have uh, you would. I don't like. I don't <laughs> like
4: strip.
5: Sure, I hear. I, I, I hear you, Rob. Right, but I'd be a little bit. I'd be a little bit too curious to get up. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro the second, she starts, the second the preacher throws a five at her and her top comes off, I'm sitting down, oh bro. Like, I'm, I'm saying, this is, this is right watch. up there
12: with Roy not wanting want to get his feet washed in an effort to not go to hell trying to get his pussy. <laughs> I ain't watching those damn strippers get money thrown at her as a praise dance about the pastor. That's, that's a whole. That's, that's more sacrilege than any one man hey, I should have to take.
5: Right, right, look, look, dance. She dance, she dancing, all ball like down. Day. That's all. You know, she danced the All Falls Down, right? Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, that would that would make it work for me. She's taking Birmingham's you know. the Rock Shirt strip, strip for me a little too literally.
12: <laughs> oh, that is a deep cut right there. I'm not going to that.
3: Here's the bigger question: I've gone to churches before that start their services as early as seven a.m.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: like first service like mega mm-hmm. churches generally have like a whole movie theater you know 7, 9, 11 1, th- you know I have also gone to strip clubs that do not close until 5am 5 okay. 5.36 yeah yeah what is the turn time on flipping this room from strip club to oh. church how much time do you need like you know like they have like an NBA game during mm. the day but there's a hockey game that night so they gotta Stack up all the wood off the take up the hardwood and put down the ice and all of that shit. Is it right up against each other? Like, because, like, all right, so like at Golden Corral, right? We used to have people <laughs> talk about a scam at Golden Damn. Corral. We would have people who would come on Saturdays and eat at 10 30. Uh-huh. Because they knew breakfast stopped at 11, so they would get breakfast and then they knew mm. the buffet was going to get flipped at 11 uh-huh. to lunch, and then they would go back up there and get lunch. So, could I come there for a lap dance at 5.30 in the morning, wrap up that lap dance at 6, and then at 7 a.m., Jesus, you're the center of my joy. No. Do I burn in hell if I get a lap dance and pray in the same building?
12: I don't think so, because from what from mm. what I learned about it, uh, it, it's pretty much the same people, isn't it? There on Sundays. Um, mm. They started they started the service mm. there, but like one, one of the reasons they wanted to put it there to bring Christ to people who they thought needed it the most was that the year before there was like this documentary about that strip club.
4: Mm.
12: And it was apparently it was very salacious. So
4: mm. they thought
12: that um, they used to have the ministry in their house and then it started to expand. So they wanted a bigger building and they said so they thought that would be the perfect place to get like Christians who wouldn't normally go to a place like that. And people who wouldn't normally go to church could all come together in that one spot. And apparently the, the speaking on your hockey, the NBA game thing, the way they cover the rink there with the wood to turn it back into a basketball arena is how they just put up this high gloss poster of Jesus. So <laughs> oh, now it's a church
4: <laughs> What do you do <laughs> with the polls, right? What do you do with the poles The polls—they're
12: just, mm. they're just, they're just there. <laughs> they're just—they're
5: just there. They hang a small bar on them and make a little crosses <laughs> and just, shit. You just put
12: those posters, put you put a poster like- <laughs> of Jesus up, and it's like, all right, that's the church. hey <laughs> the because they've got stained like glass windows, but it ain't, it ain't multicolored. And yeah, you know, I'm saying it ain't, it ain't that type of party. <laughs> it ain't
4: multicolored. Right, it. <laughs> well, we're gonna,
3: we're gonna have to discuss that on Rod's dating fair. Why you don't, why you don't like strippers? We have to talk about that. We gotta. Build up a list of things here. It's a podcast. It's Uncle Rod's Story Corner. You can grab that up wherever you download. Find podcast Rod. As always, we thank you, good sir. Uh, thank you. Get back you into sure some talk know? about the law now, because I'm still trying to still trying to go to that big Applebee's in the sky, Jacqueline, and have myself. <laughs> there. <laughs> now there are a lot of people who think religion is a scam, and I know there are a lot of loopholes that go on in religion, and you know. Big time. Uh, I've had fun discussing the loud Yes. On this show. We've been talking about Jesus, careers, and church. How to work in the church. How to run a church. Maybe you want to start your own religion. Huh? Mm-hmm. But see, what we also need to discover <laughs> and discuss, Jacqueline, It's the Mm. pitfalls and the potholes and everything that could trip you up along the way and keep you from being a good servant of the law. Of the law. We got another two-timer on the program. JG, who is this newly anointed two-timer to tell us a little bit of the potholes in the world of religion? Mm.
6: It's Amara, and she is, like you said, a two-timer
0: and a former seminary student.
3: (laughs) Amara, I'm sorry you had to hear all of that.
0: Sorry, it was entertaining.
3: You're an interesting case study, in my opinion, because you started out wanting to be on the path that mm-hmm. a lot of our callers completed. Yeah. You decided to take an off ramp at some point. Why was that? What was it about this world that made you go, hey, this isn't for Amara? Um,
0: the first thing is the, the female aspect of it. I'm obviously a woman. And one of the things that's so fascinating when you go into seminary is there are different kinds of seminaries. There's the seminaries that are considered more liberal There are the seminaries that are considered more conservative. And then there's the ones that sit in the middle. And if you go to the ones that are more centrist or more in the middle, you are sitting next to classmates that don't think you should be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they, they don't believe that, you know, it's a belief thing. They don't believe that a woman should, um, be a pastor and that like god is against it and god sees it as a sin that you know that a woman would lead a church Mm -hmm. um and, and and you also have professors that have that too so there was one professor in particular he was my old testament professor that he stated at the beginning of our old testament course that like i don't believe that women should be pastors but you are my student and so i will treat you as my student but i don't believe you should be a pastor and so it makes like a very like (laughs) interesting relationship between you know you and your professor and like the male students and the professor now thankfully i'm not a shy person and I'm okay speaking my mind. And so for a lot of women in those settings, they shut themselves up because Mm. they're scared, you know, that if they say something wrong, you know, this professor that has so much power is gonna give them a bad grade because there's already the woman thing against them. And I was like, i don't really care you know you can give me a c in theology that's fine you know it's it's <laughs> so i um it, I'll, I'll make it work and i'll just you know whatever so um and i actually have a history of having to struggle to like get through academia so i've i had no issue just speaking my mind mm-hmm. um so so there's that hurdle um, That's
6: why you're stuck teaching Old Testament, but go ahead.
0: And actually what's so funny too, is that the women that are focused on in the Old Testament as like how we should be- uh, Whatever. Yeah, the, so I think Betray, one of the- you know, yeah, Betrayed yeah. the one the Yeah, betrayed the women that we're supposed to be like. Um, like it, it cracks me up because one of the biggest books of the Bible that women get told that we should be like is Ruth. Mm-hmm. And we get told, you know, find your Boaz. Mm-hmm. They say you should be like Ruth and submit to a husband and submit to your elders. And, and look how she gave up everything for the Lord. You know, that's the big thing that people talk about with the book of Ruth. That's but how what's, That's how they frame it. But what's fascinating is there's something that they never teach the women is the fact that, like, there's the scene that happens where Ruth, like, loses her husband a while back and she has to fend for her mother-in-law. And so she goes to Boaz in the middle of the night. And the way that they frame it in like Bible studies and and school and stuff is they say, oh, she slept by his feet. But
4: no, 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 no. no, Mm. It's
0: most likely that she had sex with him. That's what's most likely.
6: She didn't give up a majority Mm. of his possessions to her because she slept at his feet. Whatever. Yeah.
5: So y'all, yeah. so y'all are basically saying in the Bible, Ruth put that thing on Boaz, and they don't want to say that she put that thing on Boaz. Yeah, be- yeah.
0: Well, because they don't want us to go find Boaz like that. All right.
5: What advice
3: do you give to women that were going through these same things as you? You know, because you, you, your path is your path. But what advice would you give to someone that's coming up behind you and dealing with that, and has the pastor that goes, "Yeah, you're." You're showing too much ankle, slut. Cover your ankle.
0: Oh, that, that was the whole that, journey I had to that go dress through was too.
3: Mid shin, you <laughs> freak twerk, mega stallion, you.
0: So, sometimes I, showing sometimes I purposely. Mid-shin. No, 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 uh, Roy. This is what's funny is every now and then I will w- wear like a low cut, like thing to church and just be like, yeah, I've got boobs, you know. Mm. So just, just to see the reactions I get because you find out real quick, like who who thinks that's bad. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, No, I think the biggest thing that I tell women is like other women who are considering this path. And, you know, for me, I think I mentioned this last time I talked to you guys. One of the reasons I went to seminary is I grew up in a conservative environment and I was like, what the heck? Like, I feel like I'm hearing some things, but I'm reading other things Mm -hmm. and there's, it, it doesn't seem like stuff is lining up. And there's this theology i came across when i was in seminary that like really helped me realize that men have been defining women's role in the world not only in men
6: there's the devil
3: jump right in the devil in. frozen the uh-huh. devil froze a feed mm. Yes. Mm. <sighs> dropping all, all that hype pipe organ music back going on there we go give me my pipe organ back thank you Lord. Devil, I want you to get off of Amara's internet right now.
4: <laughs> get no,
0: no, am I back? Yes. Am I back?
3: Yes, I got the power. Ah, I got said it. the power.
0: <laughs>
1: did you see what I just did?
0: Get out of that I camera. <laughs> you gotta ask for the presence of Jesus. You gotta, you gotta ask for 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 the presence to come. And um, anyway, so uh, going back to what I was saying. Sorry for my internet. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. But um. Yeah, so there's a theology of God where there's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, where it's three persons but, but one God. And this, when I discovered this, really helped me redefine like how I view myself in the world, and um, or at least helped me kind of just navigate it a little bit better. So a lot of conservative environments, like how they view who God is, impacts every aspect of their religion and the way that they view like life. And Mm -hmm. and so meaning they believe God's a man Mm -hmm. and that when God made Adam, Adam was made in the image of God. And then when Eve was taken from Adam's rib, um, Eve is considered a lesser version of God. Mm -hmm. And that's where that view is where patriarchy started in the Christian environment. This view that, you know, man is made in the image of God woman was taken out of man's rib and like is a lesser version but Uh there are theologians that believe the holy spirit is feminine that's right and so if the holy spirit is feminine that twirling like ball of fire in the desert is feminine the holy spirit that comes and like fills jesus and lets him heal is feminine and it's just so cool when i learned that i was like ah dang because We've been taught so many women in conservative environments have been taught that we're just this lesser version of a man. And when in reality, we have all of these qualities that are super powerful and like men can actually not do anything without those qualities like and and, you know when you look at that theology it it brings up a lot of questions about gender like people are like wait then does god not have a gender and it like freaks people out Mm -hmm. um but like i think it's just so cool to think about how the way powerful white men have constructed this particular religion Mm -hmm. has so greatly shaped our society and so, being able to even peek at something a little different and play around with something a little different, I think has brought me so much relief and, and honestly, power back. I've gotten some power back and, like, has provided power to other conservative women that I've encountered. So,
3: and that's why you're part of the two yes. time club because Ooh. you're able to break down this stuff. And you're right, there are people that use religion as a way to influence mm-hmm. people into not recognizing their own power. And that, in and of itself, is a scam, Amara. Thank you so much for coming thank back you, on Amara. the show. Yeah, no
0: Appreciate problem. You. Bye. Have a good Bye. One.
3: That's the show. Roy's job fair is a product of iHeart Radio, mm-hmm. Comedy Central, and South Park and Princeton Productions. Mm-hmm. And it's important to understand that Imperfect Messenger is available right yes. now mm-hmm. on ComedyCentral.com.
4: Please stop. <laughs> <laughs>
3: if you have a cable subscription, messenger on November 14th, it's free to everybody to in front of the paywall. Mm-hmm. JG, I think we got to do this again. We need next week to uh-huh. get back into this. We had I know we had a lot of people who were trying to get on the date. We just ran yes. out of time. So I think we got to do a second episode. So next okay. week, Lord Jesus. Yes, yes. yes sir. More Jesus, Mo Jesus, more Jesus, more Jesus, week is more
4: Jesus. Oh,
5: Jesus, we're
4: doing more, we're
5: doing all. yeah, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs>
4: we're doing more Jesus, Jesus, talking <laughs> about Jesus,
5: Jesus,
4: on oh, the job show,
3: <laughs> If your God gave you half a tank of gas today, I need you to make some noise right now. Your God, is a good God. You was on E, you thought you was on E. That gas needle was below the E, but you still got here today.
5: You better honk your joint for the Lord. Honk your horn for the Lord. Let them know.
6: Now people out there honking their
4: horns.
3: Oh my God. No, this this is fun. This is fun. We're gonna we're gonna do this again next week and um. You know, Jacqueline. I feel like I learned a lot about the church today. Mm.
5: Mm.
3: You see what Jacqueline doing third? She ain't playing with us right now.
5: She ain't trying to go to hell. Nah, she ain't messing with it. That's that judgment face. That's that. That's that lady sitting in the church just judging when you walk by. Okay, that's fine.
3: Then let's then some artists put put the regular outro music on. Why? I like seeing your shoulders. No, no. Mm -mm. You no. Mm -mm. Now we back to the regular music. You happy now? Whatever. We'll do it next week. This, this is this has been fun. It really has.
6: Jesus. It's like you want me to fight with you. I will
2: not.
4: I will not.
2: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.